What's up, peeps? We're back. I told you I'd be back. I bet you didn't think it'd be that quick, but I'm here already. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benz, and thank you so much for joining us for the AEW Insider Movies and More Podcast Edition. Now, this is up on YouTube, you know what I mean? Of course, it's going to be a little bit different because I use bullet points, but I pretty much fly off the rest. So, I mean, if you want to see the pictures, what have you, check it out, please. I appreciate it if you check them both out. But if you're like me, too, and you constantly need something going in the background, noise-wise, what have you, or you just like podcasts, podcast this is for you all right i got some reviews this week some uh trailers uh is what's opening this week some movie news this is a pretty good show uh real quick i did get to watch terminator dark fate now that's pretty crazy because it doesn't even come out for two days and i watched it about four days ago uh and i mean i was hoping i'm a huge terminator fan t1 t2 is awesome i thought genesis was pretty decent it wasn't great the other ones suck but uh if you're a fan or you're not a fan if you're especially a fan this movie kicked ass i mean seriously i'm not gonna spoil it for you but i will say some stuff that happened but nothing really really serious but definitely won't tell you the ending what have you or major deaths blah 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 but this movie did have a strong female leads, multiple leads. It did have Linda Hamilton playing Sarah O'Connors. It had the new female girl. Maybe she's a Terminator. Maybe she's enhanced. Maybe she's human. She's from the future, which I won't get into too much. And then you also have the main woman of the story. Uh, the, the, other, the other girl is sent there to protect that woman. And Sarah Connor runs into the mall. So I'm not going to tell you how, but it is by mistake. What have you. Uh, an incident does go down. It brings everybody together yada yada uh what you call it um eddie furlong if you've been reading the, uh, the news and all that or you watch my show i reported he is supposed to be in this movie eddie furlong for terminator 2 john connor um i won't say exactly what happens but i will confirm that eddie furlong is in the new terminator i won't say for how long uh well what his story is or anything like that but i just am saying he is um skynet skynet is involved in it also but i will say there is a new threat too to go along with that which you gotta see and the bad guy the bad guy kicks ass i love how they make him all skinny and shit that he looks like he's not a threat but this thing is vicious of course he's the newest newest terminator and it's fucking awesome he could do metal he could do liquid he could be blown apart come back together what have you he could even split himself in two if you ever played mortal Kombat, the character noob cybot excuse me noob cybot how he has a, a physical form that actually you know has mass you could touch and then there's also like a liquid or smoke form this terminator could be a regular form and he could have a liquid form at the same time which is crazy but the story is good i like how they continued it they got rid of all the sequels it pretty much takes place you know years later after terminator 2 but you have to see terminator dark fate it is fucking awesome i gave it an 8 out of 10 stars also, I did watch the latest episode of, well, not tonight's the newest one, but last week's episode of American Horror Story, episode 6, which is the 100th episode. I give that a 7.5 out of 10. Don't want to ruin too much, but I mean, everything's, well, not everything, mostly everything's explained now. Now you got to see how we're all turned on our fucking heads and where this season go, because it's pretty crazy. It's like part one and part two of a slasher film, but it's nutty. But 7.5 for the new AH, American Horror Story episode. I also did 
watch Creepshow's latest episode, episode five. I really, really like Creepshow and what Shudder did with the show. They definitely, you know, went with the fans and they stood true to the movies. Uh, the, you know, each episode is two stories. They're about 12 minutes, 13 minutes each. The first story was called Night of the Paw. Uh, what you call it? It had this chick. She gets into a car accident. She wakes up in this creepy old doctor's house. She wants fucking out of there, of course. He's looking like he's senile or crazy, but he's got this monkey's paw where he tells a story and he swears it could grant you three wishes, yada yada. So the story goes from there. Then the second story is called Times is Tough in Muskie Holler. Now, what it's about, it's a small hick town like Virginia or Tennessee or some shit, and there was a zombie invasion. And all the higher-ups, the mayor, the deputy, the cops, what have you, they all promised they would keep the town people safe, and they really, really didn't. And those town people got friends and families, and they're not too happy. So it was pretty good. So definitely check out episode 5 of Creepshow. Uh, the first half of the season was so-so, but episode 3 and 5 are awesome, and 4 is pretty good, too. And unfortunately, they only made six episodes for the first season, so this week's will be the last episode. And finally, I did watch Phil Brooks, a.k.a. CM Punk's first major starring role in his new horror movie, Girl on the Third Floor. Now, I was hesitant about this movie. I was hoping it would be good. I really was, because I like CM Punk. I'm a good, big fan. And uh, it didn't disappoint. Girl on the Third Floor is a fucked up flick, and it's very good. I liked the pacing of it. I liked his acting. I mean, it was fucking, it was gory at times. It was good. But it's about this guy who moves into this new house. He's got a wife who's pregnant. She's at their old house. She's going to come like a week later or what have you, while he goes there first and starts renovating. So once he's there, he starts, he sees weird shit like there's holes in a wall, it looks like black mold, but it's not, there's this shit that looks like semen, literally like nut, it's coming out of the shower it's coming out of the light hole sockets like semen dude, it's crazy but uh, what you call it, he's sitting there repairing this house and this chick shows up one night, so he might or might do something that he doesn't regret with this chick and then pretty much she won't go away she keeps popping up, popping up, what have you and as he's unraveling the house like undoing the walls or redoing it, what have you, he's kind of unraveling also, and you see that maybe this good guy isn't such a good guy, but yo, Girl on the Third Floor is fucking awesome I give it an 8 out of 10 stars definitely check it out and I did start watching My, My Name is Dodomite, Eddie Murphy's Rudy, Ray Moore's or Rudy Moore's uh, biography, uh, excuse me, biopic on Netflix, but I'll let you know how that is next time I finish watching it it was pretty good though but opening this week in movie theaters, we do have Terminator Dark Fate. Go check it out, man. Great kick-ass action movie with an above-average story. We also have Motherless Brooklyn. I covered this about over a month ago. I read this book about two years ago. It's an excellent book. It takes place maybe in the 40s, 50s, 60s. Who fucking knows? But this guy's got Tourette's. Like, Tourette's real bad. He'll just start yelling, cursing, saying crazy shit in the middle of talking. He's got a bad case of it. But he is a private eye, and he works for this other guy. Well, the guy he works for gets killed. So in the movie, he's trying to find out who killed his boss and why. It's got Alec Baldwin. Bruce fucking Willis, the star of it's Ed Norton. It looks really good. It looks like it did justice to the book. So show Motherless Brooklyn some love. 
And then also for their movie theater release, and it comes on Netflix at the end of the month, we do have Martin Scorsese's new movie called The Irishman. Now this has Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, and finally the fucking return of Joe Pesci, baby. So uh, what you call it, a lot of people have seen this thing already, like previews and all that. I have not heard one bad review. They say this movie is fucking awesome. And they got that awesome fucking uh, facial recognition and they can change it and shit. They'll show De Niro when he's in his 20s and then in his fucking 40s and then in his 60s. And they just do it with the computer graphics and it looks amazing. But you know what Martin Scorsese does. You know what these fucking actors do when they're on screen together with a good script. You got If the Irishman's playing at a theater near you and you got some extra money in your pocket, you gotta go see it. All right, peace. We're going to take a break real quick. I will come back with some trailers that were released this week, some TV news, some music news, and then uh, the weekend box office, even though it doesn't matter anymore. But we'll be back, peace. Remember, it's the AEW Insider. Alright, peeps, let's finish up this movie's more edition. Now, this week for trailers that were coming out from what I've seen so far weren't that great. Nothing really caught my eye. This movie I don't want to see. It doesn't look great to me, but there are a lot of fans of the fucking series. Uh, they did redo the movie The Grudge. Uh, it's The Grudge 2020. Now, I'm a big, big Japanese horror mark. Like, nobody does better horror films than the Japanese. For years now, since like the late 90s, early 2000s, probably before, but I mean really, really doing it, America's been stealing their hits over there in Japan, and they haven't been doing a good job. Like, the movie The Fucking Eye, fucking The Grudge, friggin' uh, The Ring, what have you, it's just garbage. They redid The Ring a couple years ago, it did so bad, it set horror back. Like, Freddy was supposed to get a new movie, Jason was, Michael Myers was supposed to be in 3D. After the new Ring reboot fucking bowed, I mean bombed, everybody fucking backed out. Thank God it came along and like movies like Us and now all those movies are greenlit, except that they're in legal court, which some of them are, like Friday the 13th. But anyway, this one, The Grudge, the new one, does star John Chow. He's the Chinese guy in Harold and Kumar. He's Harold. He's also Sulu in Star Trek. I love John Chow or Cho. I think he's a fucking great actor. I reported last week that he got injured on his TV show, uh, what you call it, Cowboy Bebop, which sucks. Put the whole production on hold. But anyway, he's in this, and it looks the same as the other one. It looks darker. These type of movies, like when I see the coming attractions, you can tell it's going to be fucking, it's going to be drawn out. Even if it's an hour and a half, it's going to feel like two and a half fucking hours. Nothing's really going to be going on. Barely anybody's going to fucking die. So it looks just like that. It's darker. It's grittier. It's got the girl, you know, crawling out of fucking this or whatever with the black hair, attacking him in the tub, the hands coming out of his head when he's in the shower. I'm just not impressed. And I've seen it all before and it doesn't look like they did anything new. But if you're a fan of The Grudge, rejoice, a new one is coming out to the theater soon. Now on some TV news real quick. A lot of article, articles have been popping up, and I can't complain because I hope it would go down this way, but we don't know exactly, you know, until the show's about to hit the air. That's what they do. Uh, what you, well, I mean, they're going production but I was a fan of a lot of the Marvel Netflix shows, Daredevil, fucking Defenders, you know what I mean? Luke Cage, uh, The Punisher, what have you. Well, everybody's been saying this one, that one's supposed to play those characters in the Marvel Universe. I haven't seen anything about Luke Cage or Iron Fist, but I have seen they want Jessica Jones. Uh, also, the guy who plays Daredevil and John Barenthal, a.k.a. Shane from The Walking Dead, a.k.a. Netflix's The Punisher, to 
two revise their roles in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it's either going to be on Disney Plus in shows, or in the movies, or both. So, yo, Jessica Jones will be back, Daredevil, and Punisher. I have a feeling they might switch out Daredevil, but I don't think they should, because he's fucking awesome. And John Barenthal, like I said, he was shamed for The Walking Dead. That guy's one of my favorites. That guy's no joke. He's a method actor. Like, when he filmed the movie Fury with Brad Pitt and uh, what you call it, Shia LaBeouf, he, he had a newborn baby at home. When he goes into a character, he's a method character. He lives that character's part. He didn't even get to see his newborn child until the child was three months old, a.k.a. when he got done filming a movie and got home. When he got hired for The Punisher, I don't want to get the city wrong, which I will. You can look it up, but say it's like in Brooklyn or Harlem or the Bronx. He would stay there before he filmed that show and doing preparation. He would literally put a backpack on and walk the streets of like Harlem or the Bronx at 2, 3, 4 a.m. in the fucking morning to get a feel of the city, the crime, the darkness. He could have got killed out there. But, yo, it's crazy. But let's hope that they do get to go in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because those guys are awesome. A crazy thing happened. Game of Thrones. People love the book. They love the fucking TV show, what have you. For Sorry, I forgot to put the notifications off. Games of Thrones. They love the TV shows. They love all that, what have you. They actually shot a pilot for a prequel. There's a spinoff show. It takes place like thousands of years or some shit before the Games of Thrones that you guys love. Well, they brought it to HBO so they could put it on TV. And HBO said, uh, you know what? We're not interested in that. Which is fucking mind-boggling to me. Games of Thrones is one of their best shows ever, one of their most lucrative shows. If you have anything with that title on it and it's a real spinoff, it's going to make a boatload of money. And HBO just fucking passed on it. So trust me, it's going to get picked up by a network. It's going to make billions of billions of dollars. But I don't know why HBO would pass. It's just crazy. Some music news real quick. The Misfits, you know, Glenn Danzig, Jerry Only, what have you. Uh, they did a reunion show a few months back, and they said it was going to be their only one. They were one and done. Well, I guess they did like doing that show because they are doing another one. It's going to be held at the Wells Fargo Arena in Philadelphia. Glenn Danzig and Jerry Only will be there. So if you love the Misfits, man, get the fuck out there and see them because you're not going to be seeing them. You know, I don't know how many more times you're going to get. Uh, the Prince of Darkness, Ozzy Osbourne, announced that he just got finished with his album. It will be out for release in January 2020. I'm fucking stoked about that, man. I love Osmosis. I love Art of fucking Ozzy. Shot at the Dark, fucking Blizzard of Oz, what have you. It's going to kick ass. Uh, famous actor and star of the movie Friday, John Witherspoon, passed away tonight at age 77. He's been in a ton of mo movies, TV shows. He's a funny motherfucker. But I think he's most famous for playing Ice Cube's father, Craig's father, in Friday. So Godspeed, uh, Mr. Witherspoon. Uh, Cash Me Outside Girl and turn multi-million dollar rapper Danielle Bergoli, you know, Dr. Phil Cash Me Outside, how about that? She literally is a multi-million dollar rapper now. Well, there's also that chick on uh, social media called Whoa Vicky, who talks all retarded and she swears she's black even though she's white. Well, they're nemesis. They hate each other. They got into it one time outside of somewhere, but they came face to face again in a recording studio. And everybody's saying that Whoa Vicky whooped her ass. 
ass. And the video's on TMZ, it's on our Twitter, what have you. Bad Baby took the Twitter online and said that it's bullshit. Even though fucking Woe Vicky did get on top of her, she'll give her that. This dude in the gray shirt was holding it back. Woe Vicky never punched her once, what have you. Said, if you want to come, come pull up, catch me outside, we'll do it again. So that's fucking a damn shame, dude, if fucking Woe Vicky really beat her up. Uh, Bad Baby's my bitch, so I mean, I gotta take her back, because I think she turned her life around. But that's crazy, they fucking met up. All right, weekend box office real quick. Maleficent Part 2 beat the Joker again for the second week in a row. Joker held on to number two. Adam's Family was number three. Zombieland 2, Double Tap was number four. And it debuted last week and debuted at number five, the new horror movie Countdown. When you download the app, it tells you when you're going to die. And when that time comes, you really die. <laughs> so, all right, peeps, that's it. Like I said, this is on YouTube if you want to see the pictures and shit of it, blah, 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 to go along with it. But I always want to get the content out to people who listen to the podcast and YouTube. Uh, I will be back with Crown Jew predictions and all that for wrestling. I got YouTube videos this week. I'm going to release part two with top 10 effed up families and horror films so definitely man show us some love on all social media and podcasting platforms aew insider and on twitter the aew insider one as always i'm your host lee benson thank you so much for joining us for the aew's movies and more podcast edition ciao peeps